This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just found out my married son had an affair and the woman may be pregnant. We should edit that out. We would go to the bathroom somewhere. Not you guys want to talk about boobs for a quick second? Teeth's not exactly that long. Like it's not like it was a, it was like <laughs> teepididymis. I think my life without television would have been drastically different. Sex in a car is probably something you're not that great at. I was great at that, actually. Do we know the good shit? We absolutely do. I mean, you never leave a slaughterhouse protest feeling like you got what you wanted because, mm. you know, they're still going to be murdered. Chris Mann's 08, Venmo. Oh my God. Still no payment. I made $3.02 <laughs> so far. There were daddy conversations, there were mommy conversations. Plenty this was a mistake. How do you on the show was a mistake? Here's my thought. I just had an idea, but I forgot it. The dating life in general should have just straight up contracts. It should be like sports. What's up, friends? We are back. Episode 12, Dear Albie. Christopher. Hello. Nice to see you. We got Nando back in the house. That's right. How you doing, bud? I'm excellent, man. Guys, Nando loves holidays. He's a big holiday guy. And we asked Nando just randomly, hey, man, like, you know, you listen to the show. What do you think? And every episode he ever comes up with, like, as an idea, I got a great idea, dude. Do a holiday special. Do it. Christmas, he would do an Arbor Day special. Yeah, Boxing Day, we're probably going to have to do something. There's no downside to any of this. <laughs> People like the holidays. But we're happy to have Nando back, and we will do, you know what? For you, we will do holiday specials, Nando. Thanks. We will. Thanks. We, we kind of did a Thanksgiving episode the other day. And once again, guys, we're in Hoboken, New Jersey, so the, the noises in the background, I don't know if you guys can hear them. I hear them, and I just feel like other people can. We're keeping it real. I like giving way. that there's background noise. Chris, Guys, when- I, so as I make very clear every day, I live in a nice quaint town called Hoboken. And um, I was out the other day. Well, I wasn't out. I was working. And then after work, I was uh, at the bar across the street. And a bunch of people came up to me and they were like, not together, like, like separately. And they were like, oh, we listened to the podcast. I was like, oh, cool. Thanks. And I told them that I would say um, thanks on this. Okay. To them? Yeah, but I forgot their names. It was like two weeks ago. Doing it. What, what was the bar? What bar were you in? I was t- well. So I, for those of you that don't know, I run a restaurant here in Hoboken. I don't like to talk about it. Oh, I love to talk about it. Talk about it, man. Mm-hmm. The food's great. Well, you want to know the problem? I don't want. 
I don't want people going there and like asking me podcast questions and shit. So if you go there, just tell me at well, the end. Like, hey, I heard about it on the podcast. Because I'm busy. Listen, I'm really busy there. Like, I work really fucking hard. And that's why I'm always so cranky when we do this. Because you guys don't tell me this is happening. And then you just show up. But listen, we're past that. We just spring it on you. So at the end of work, I always have to uh, go across the street. And I, I you know, just do some like uh, office type work across the street at Tenth mm. and Willow. Because there's an office there. We're a really small restaurant across the street. Uh, and when I leave, I always oh, say hi to this guy, that guy, whatever. And a few people um, grab me and they're like, oh, we love the, we love the podcast. And it was you know, something I haven't heard since the back in the TV days. So it was cool. So I thought, Al, you might like to know that. Uh, Nando, as an innocent bystander, you might not give a shit. But Al, I thought you might care. No, I think it's great. But, but I think I have a theory. But and I think something happened at the bar last time <clears throat> I was there. Someone came up to me on the show and they were um, exclusively – talking to me about how much they love the catfish episode mm-hmm. and um i'll be honest i said what's your name i'm gonna say hi so and so next time we do the podcast i forgot i forgot her name but <laughs> i did say i was gonna say hello to her but i i forgot it um but she was asking me a lot of questions about the catfish but like specific questions like how much i know about her if i've met her where she might live uh where i where i live and i lied about that very 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 confidently i was like you know where i live right around here and i just made some bullshit up and um basically i think i had a conversation with the catfish so i think the think- cat yeah because here's the first red flag i was at the bar and so what i have to do at the end of the night is i have to bring like some uh, the receipts and paperwork and whatever to another part and that's at the very end of the bar so that's where i stand with like the staff and i kind of talk to them about their night and my night and whatever uh you know you work with these people pretty much every day and then someone walked up to me at the very end of the bar, which is the end. Like, it is not – there's no reason to be there, kind of, unless you're looking to speak to somebody. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, The end by the cash register? Yes. Okay. And um, she walks up and she orders a water. Like, next uh, to you? Next to me. Right yeah. next and to me. And there's anybody around you. And listen, that's not weird. It's kind of, it's a fairly busy place. It wasn't packed. But is it, it was... crowded by where you were standing? No, not really. Okay. And she walks up and she orders a water. And I was like, that's already weird because – you're not like, oh, let me go get this water real quick. It's like, oh, someone gets a drink. Oh, could you give me a water? You don't like run up to the bar and order a water, right? That to me is my first red flag. And then she was like, hi, I listen to your podcast. Like just turned around and said that. We didn't make eye contact. And again, if this wasn't the catfish, I'm a dickhead because this girl was super sweet. She was so nice. <laughs> it's, t- it's tough to break the ice. But I was looking at her and I was like, I just, well, now I'm on eggshells. It's had everybody, it's had you on your toes in your own town. Yeah. And I, uh. I don't know. We just talked about it, and she was super complimentary. She said really nice things about the podcast and about you and me, and uh, really, really sweet. So, but I like- left. I left not saying, "Oh, what a sweet exchange with a nice person." I left, and I said, "That's." I just spoke to Kaiser did, Sosa. Did you ju- do you feel like she was trying to dig for information? <laughs> That's terrible. Like, like we should try to figure out almost like like in the Departed, like closer to Catch Me If You Can. Okay. Got it. So, like, trying to feed you, how much do you know? Because I want to know if I've been found out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe more the departed. Like when he, when she writes the when he writes the note. Yeah. Well, the the uh, uh ad, what does it say? Addresses. Well, see, that's oh, the soothing. That's one. the soothing sounds of Hobo. That might be her. So no, it was more so like catch me if you can. Like we were in the same room at the same time, and like, hey, I'm FBI, and like yeah. throws the credentials. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Hold it. I got more in the car. That kind of thing. And then I'm like, by the time they were gone, I was like, oh my god. So she it was. Happened. She was Tom Hanks. I was Tom Hanks. Well, she was asking the questions. Yeah, but I'm not the one hiding my identity. That was Leonardo DiCaprio. All right, so I would be Tom Hanks here. Okay. I hope everyone here saw Catch Me If You Can. You want to be? But you know what? You know how that movie ends? How did it end? 
by uh, oh man, I forgot his name, but he goes to jail. Cal- Car- uh, Billy Costigan. No, that's no, departed. That's departed. Whatever. So <laughs> we're doing a jail episode. It's basically what I'm trying to say. Very few people know this. Well, real quick before we get into it, um, just so everybody does know, it's a good segue. Little quick catfish update. Um, Chris did tell me that story. That's when everything got like almost a little too real. We were a little worried about like, oh my god, you know, what what have we done? Um, we are going to get to the bottom of whether or not even that the, was the catfish the person in the bar with Christopher because Catfish and I have spoken. She is willing to come on the show. It has been a big debate whether or not it's going to go down in person. You guys got very, very, very animated in your responses. We've got emails. We've got a ton of DMs. I was Were getting most of them no? text messages and <laughs> phone calls. Well, we did a vote. I did a vote where 75% of people said yes, do it in person. Every single DM phone call, no exaggeration, and text message that I got said, do not do it in person. So we, uh, we've gone back and forth with the catfish. We we're going to make sure everything is, uh, all the proper precautions are in place as of right now. I like that somehow, by the way, and even to Al, in my opinion, the narrative has flipped that I'm the bad guy and the catfish. How did you, how are you the bad guy? When did I say anything? I feel like the catfish is being painted as a victim. When did I say anything? Situation lately. I didn't say, it. I don't, that makes you a bad guy? I don't, well, I don't if, think there's if a, that, if she's a victim. I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a, there's a villain or a victim involved. I just think it's something that happened. And I, I'm personally fascinated by like, is this the type of thing that, you know, what goes into the decisions of doing as something As I understand like that it. she's upset with me. For my honesty. Well, she wrote back. I, and I put I put this up. So so I put this. We put it out there. You can't assume. Okay. I'm sure everyone does follow you on Instagram, but you can't assume that. Because, like, I don't – I'd like to – I didn't even read that whole Snapchat thing. But I remember seeing – you told me she was upset with me. And I was well, like, All right, yes. I'm going to – I'm pulling it up. But basically what happened was the, the catfish reached out and um, basically via Snap uh, told me that she listened to the show. And she said, I have so, so much to say. This is, uh, this, is, this is Kat. You can't say I lost your trust because my entire introduction was based on a lie. So I also lied when I said I don't have social media. Well, I knew that, Kat. magician. That's I knew logic. that. That's logic. Th- that, was, that was me being sarcastic. But, you know, that's fine. Now, Chris's thoughts are way too evolved. He sounds paranoid. I'm typing this as I listen, by the way. You guys should absolutely come to my place. I make unbelievable crudite. Which is just raw vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> That's raw vegetables and fucking cream cheese. Or whatever. What is it? Like a spread, right? What do you like I guess that's like it's ranch. Cream cheese, ranch. I guess that's your discretion. But you don't make crudite. You lay it out. It's like saying you make a great bed. You just put the shit down. <laughs> also, Alex is way I off base. Also, Alex is way off base. It was not mean spirited or ill intended ill intended. All of your hypothesis is, she says hypothesis. Hypotheses. All of your hypothesis. Pi, well, that, it's not a great I, word. I should, I should have not a good today. Albert. No, not a good Albert at all. Are so off base. I would also prefer being being referred to as the mermaid rather than the fish. She's no, the man's now. She's got a rider to That's come on I'm the saying. show. I'm not. I'm. I'm willing to retire the catfish. Um, but and also honestly, I would like to know if I met her in person. I think it's a fascinating conversation. I do believe we're all going to have it. We pushed back a little bit because for, for she scheduling was, are you guys going to have her on? She asked what I thought of the whole situation. Uh, and I was like, I think she's fucking nuts. Like right in her face. Cause I, I thought it was her. You know what? If, if it's not her, I feel really bad. I'd feel like if she is just like a girl who just wanted to meet you and she kind of figured out a way like to go ask for a water. Cause you were standing there, maybe stationary. No, that's what, it, that's what, would like imagine that was after no, no, a different no, episode. No, no, That's what would make me feel really bad. Like yeah. if this was just a random girl yeah. who really had interest in the podcast and she was just being really sweet. Yeah. Which, is definitely what happened. Like, that's definitely the case. I'm just insane. 
I just left thinking I, I spoke to the, to the are, catfish. You stressed out? Are you stressed out? Is the catfish thing stressing you out? Uh, I'm having a little bit of fun with it, too, with the idea of just knowing that, like, this person lives in the same town as me, and this town isn't big. And I know we reference it a lot. For those that don't know, it's a really small place, so, like, it's easy to run into people, especially yeah. me. It's, I'm, I'm very easy to find. So um, it, it's, it just makes it very possible that, I, that it happened, so it's fun to kind of talk about. Oh. We are uh, guys. We're we're forgetting about the entire concept and format of this show. Let's jump. Trying in. to yeah. get to it. Yeah. Bottom line, catfish. We're, we're gonna we're gonna get you guys a day. It'll probably we're, we're shooting for next week. We will let you know. Um, the interview is gonna be going down. Do you guys have a favorite prison uh, movie show scene? Book? Prison. Why, yeah. Well, why look, we, we have a there? prison themed episode. Why? Uh, d- just randomly? Well, we we got questions oh. in from that. We have producers, man, and they they pick this shit. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> no, the truth is because uh, hey, happy holidays, happy, everybody. There are a lot of prison episodes, <laughs> and you want to know something? Uh, I am obsessed with prison. People don't know that. When I was eighteen, I toured one just for no reason. I asked. I got a great like little private tour of a prison. Not like a retired one, like a, a very open Passaic County penitentiary prison. Right. Because uh, I wasn't going to college, and Dad wanted to show me. So they weren't even like prep, like scared straight or anything. No, just, no, yeah. but they all were like, "What's this scared straight?" They were yelling at me when I was walking. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, so anyway, they they picked something right up my alley. But there's a lot of dear Abby questions that um, are about people that are in jail and things like that. And uh, I don't know. I just feel like that's one of those. I just think it's like the most interesting thing you could do. Like, okay. Go to jail. I think it's like that's so weird and different. You know, like. Did you really live if you never went to jail? I, Have you can you say you've done it all if you didn't do a night? I I I'd prefer not to ever ever go down that road personally. All right. Well, yeah. that being said, Orange is the New Black, Oz, anything like that for you? Uh, I never really got Oz into the. Oz was awesome. I, I loved Oz. I, I didn't get into any of the shows. That's the first time I ever saw uh, Dick on TV. Okay. <laughs> the first time? I kind of like the acting I was, and no, the stories. No, I'm not saying that's why <laughs> it was awesome, but I mean you remember it for something, and for me. I was a kid. I was like, oh, it's a show about prison. I was young. I was probably like 11 years old. No. Oh. Because I was I mean, The Sopranos. How many... I was from New Jersey and Italian. They filmed at the Brownstone, so I was really into The Sopranos. How many dicks have you seen on TV? Tons now. You see a lot more now. Tons. Yeah, 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 like, so much more popular. Well, I mean, Westworld. Game of Thrones. Westworld has plenty of man meat in there. Yeah, But, sure. I mean... HBO just loves it. HBO, Oz was the first time I ever saw it, and I was like, what the... F- that's insane to me. And um, I don't know, Oz was a crazy show, man. I loved it. And then also like Sons of Anarchy, I loved all those prison scenes with Juice and and Sons uh, of Anarchy was a good one. Well, very, very, character. very sad, uh, sad scenes in there. But let's get right into it because we wasted so much time. Uh, dear Abby, this is in 2010, so you got to assume this question asker is still alive. I have been writing to an inmate. Uh, I've been writing to an inmate from the Florida prison system for about two years. I'm gonna stop this person right there. You lost me at Florida. You had me at prison. Prison in Florida, it's not easy to go away down there. People get away with a lot of shit in Florida. Well, do, you think, do you think he was sent there or he was well, like, did, whatever he out. did went down there? Uh, let's find out. It has slowly developed into more than a friendship. Quote, Mike is a born-again Christian, as am I. He doesn't get out until 2013 at the earliest, so he's out now. Welcome home, Mike. Uh, so we have plenty of time to see where this goes. Am I wrong for considering someone who is in prison? Mike has made mistakes, nothing violent, important to know, and turned his life around. If he, uh, if he does become part of my life, how do I introduce him to my family so they may accept him? Abby, I'm 54. I lost my husband seven years ago. It is nice to have someone in my life again. We have talked on the phone, and it feels like we've known each other our whole lives. Am I crazy from Smitten in New York? I'm wow. gonna go with, and long distance. I think she's getting hustled big time. Uh, 
because it's not it's a non-violent crime. He's in jail for more than three years, so you have to figure he did something legit. And if it wasn't violent, Chris he, is breaking down like he's the got sentencing a, code. Like Chris got the penal code down. No, what I'm thinking is right. it's got to be a scam. She's 54. She's probably got some insurance money because she lost her husband. He's hustling her. I think so she's got to get out did of this. She, did she say that she met him and he went to prison, or she met him while he was in prison? You know, I don't think she says. So, I mean, I think it's a pretty big deal. I think meeting somebody while you're – it's a really, really interesting question because at the end of the day, you know, feelings are feelings, right? But I think, like, there are things now – like, this is 2010, and I don't know if these these sites were around then. I think they were. There are some places that um, are basically like Match.com for inmates, like where you can meet them while they're, while they're actually serving time. You know, and there are people that actually, like, you know, just kind of – they prefer the type of relationship for whatever reason. I draw the line at violent crimes. If you went away, if you went away for something really violent and like really disturbing, I have a hard time looking past that. You're saying if you're a guy and yeah, a woman, like let's say like it's like it's let's say that this woman is a close friend of mine and she's dating somebody and I, I care about what happens to her. If she's like, yeah, he ran a Ponzi scheme, I'd be like, well, he tries. What if she was thirty four? Yeah, but like, hold on though. If if she does it he was, she's a later in life and she's getting yeah. scammed. If she was like Yeah, it does. Like what I don't if, know why, but it does. What if like the guy was a big identity thief and was stealing all this money, blah 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 blah. Like him just talking to him, you know, you really gotta hope he's getting rehabilitated on the way out. He hasn't at well, this Abby time been in there. And I, Abby and I, by the way, don't really agree on much, but we kind of agreed here. That were you? You always try to crazy? No. Gullible? Possibly. Please forgive me if I seem cynical, but more than one d- whoa. Devout? <laughs> What's that word? Somebody, I got some feedback that I should read the questions before I ask them. And I was like, do you think I'll memorize the shit? I'll still read them wrong just because, you know, like, and in my head, I read it like that. But now, I mean, like, this wouldn't have happened. So now you probably feel Vulnerable, like lonely woman advice. has been taken advantage of by an inmate whom she corresponded. So she's basically saying this happens all the time. Uh, that's why before allowing yourself to become more emotionally involved, you should uh, contact the warden of the prison, verify that, quote, Mike has been telling you the gospel truth. If it is, fine. If not, for your own sake, end the correspondence immediately. Is that the warden's job? Like, Can the warden chime in on, hey, like, like, can you vouch for this guy? Is that, that basically seems, what Abby's saying? That I, seems below his pay grade. That just seems to me like not something the warden should be handling. Hey, man, like, you know, can you throw me? Basically, I don't want my tax dollars going towards the You're asking the warden to be the wingman. <laughs> yeah. The uh, warden wingman. Wing warden. I don't know. I just feel like that's not what they should be doing. That guy thinks he's in jail now. Imagine getting married. Uh, okay, you guys want to keep going? That one was all right. That was okay. But she also said she met him. They, they just, it doesn't sound like they've ever met. She, she started out, I was writing to him. Can I get a prison pen pal? Is that a system? That's what I'm saying. Like, That's I a thing. Become friends with That's someone? an entire thing. Like, I have online. no problem with that. It's I'll an entire thing online. Can we get a I mean, prison? I'm just, I'm really trying to have, I, can I have we a have hard an incarcerated time. co-host? No, but I, I really have a hard time. We have, do you have Skype set up here? We can get it we, set up. We really if you that. tell me I can get an inmate co-host full-time, I'll get Skype we, set up. We need to get Skype set up anyway, but I'll tell you this much, okay? I don't understand the logic of Chris Manzo saying, can we get an inmate co-host? But he's dead set against meeting the catfish. He's freaking out on people in bars, okay? <laughs> but you want an inmate co-host? Yeah, but the, co- the inmate, whatever crime they did, didn't commit it to you. I mean... You know what I'm saying? Like, like you could... I have no problem having someone on that is a, we'll call him a drug dealer. 
okay? But if he's selling, like, drugs to my neighborhood, I don't want him. He disrupted well, my shit. Let me shit. ask a question. If you were but, dating somebody, if you were dating somebody for about, let's call it three weeks, it's mm-hmm. going amazing, mm-hmm. and you found out she catfished someone in her past. Need, I would need to know the reasons why. It's I told you that I've catfished someone, so... Yeah, but, like, you were kind of... You did you it for revenge. T- uh, yeah. Right? And well, not even, like, dating around. I just hated somebody, yeah. and I just wanted to be a dick. So I'm saying, like, that could be... Right, but if I were dating someone and that's what they did, I'd be like, well, we are so meant for each other. That's crazy. The, if she was like, no, I just love this uh, guy, and he didn't love me back, what, so I catfished him, I'd be like, you're gone. The multi-lane highway that is Chris Manzo's mind, I mean, it, it should be studied. Listen. Uh, okay, so now, this is what I... This is ideally what we'll do. Moving forward with the shows, I like going back and forth with an Abby and an Albie. An Abby and an Albie. We try to get them as uniformed as we can. When I say we, I mean other people. Because <laughs> I'm looking at all this for the first time. So, dear Albie, this is actually written to us from Chelsea. This is a mailbag question? Oh, I thought that her last name was Chelsbells. I was like, that's the worst name. But it's her nickname is Chelsbells. Other name is Chelsea Chelsbells. Got it. Um, so dear Albie mailbag at gmail.com. This is an inbound message yes. to the to the back. Dear Albie from Chels Bells. Hi, I'm Chelsea. I'm 23 from Washington State. I've been with someone for two and a half years now, but he has been in prison for two years, and everyone around me says that I'm wasting my time with him, but we talk on the phone every single day. Mm-hmm. He has become one of my best friends. I have never had this type of intimate relationship with someone. That is not based on sex. We connect on a really cool friendship level. Do you think that everyone is right and I'm wasting my time? Should I wait for him? P.S. He gets out in four months. You wait. You've been you've talking gone, for two years. Ch- Chels Bells, you have gone two years and you're going to quit now? First of all, I hope he doesn't hear this. I hope they I hope they don't download this stuff in there because if he's thinking about. He's out. Welcome home. What? Why? Because uh, four you, months. No, in four well, months. Well, this was written. This is to us. Last dude. week. Last oh, week. Remember, <laughs> the, remember the July 2nd uh, Dear Abby I was about to read? Yeah. I was thinking I had that time stamp in my head still. All right. Mark is right around the corner. Couple things. Couple things. Number one, the big difference between the Abby question and and this one, okay? Chelsea's met this guy, and he went away. All right? So you've already decided to look past whatever it was that got him there in the first place, had the conversations with your friends. You stuck by this guy for so long. I don't know what's happened in the last four months of this relationship. Okay, I'm sorry. The last four months of, of his stint that has made that too much. But you've already, I mean, look. That's probably just getting scary You've had the labor pains. That's probably what it is. probably getting real. Oh, you know, that's a really good point, Nando. Yeah. Do you think maybe she's actually, it's deeper? Do you think maybe she's, da- like, she's used to the relationship where it is? It's kind of like being in a long-distance relationship, and then all of a sudden they move well, to your town. Yeah. Well, that's what I was about to say is, you know, I don't think it's any different than just a long-distance relationship or maybe having, like, a military relationship. You know what I mean? Where someone's in Iraq for, you know, months maybe years at a time I, I don't know how deployment really works and what kind of breaks they get but i know that there's huge extended periods of time that people don't get to come home and all that i understand the reason you're gone are the complete opposite reasons before anyone gives me shit for that but it's the idea that all you have is just vocal communication we can just talk on the phone that's about it but here's the thing i mean if it's let me ask you this if you were dating this guy and it was going really well I'm asking this to Chels Bells, mm. not you guys, but you can answer because she's not here anymore. No, she's not. And then he did the crime that put him in jail. Would you stay with him when he went away? Well, this is actually what I was going to say is we almost like – like I was going to – about halfway through this question, right? I was like, wow, this Chelsea's like loyal as fuck. This is very – like Chelsea's really serious. You've got to find us. You've got to find yourself a girl like Chelsea, okay? Chels Bells. You've got to find yourself a Chels Bells well, because here's the thing. <laughs> You have a – to me, you have a situation where somebody does something 
that's bad enough to make them go to jail. She sticks by him anyway. She's clearly super, super loyal. And then in the end, she's like, I don't know. You think I should call this thing off? Like after putting it's very confusing. Well, before you sing her praises too much, mm. she also followed up with a P.S. Dear Albie, would you date a fan? So I don't know if she's offering herself here <laughs> or what, but it sounds to me like from the time she started this email to when she finished it, she made up her mind on what she's doing with this guy. I take back what I said. <laughs> but Chelsea's uh, got to get. You're, also, you're in a, if you're you in a committed relationship. If you describe yourself as a fan, it's a very weird thing to hear as a person that doesn't think they're famous. You well, know what I'm saying? Do you think you've dated a quote unquote? Like, cause I don't, and I think people roll their eyes when we say this. It's funnier now, and I think the reason we said this about eight years ago is because of moments like this. Even at the peak of Housewives, we never thought of ourselves as being famous. No. Right? So when you walk up to someone and say, I'm a huge fan, imagine someone walking up to you, you, person listening to this. Mm. Imagine a person walking up to you and saying, I'm a huge fan of you and your family. Yeah. And I understand it. It's an eye roll moment. And it sounds like we're trying to be modest. I really, truly don't look at us as famous people. I look at us as just people that, that got to do something kind of weird, like an extended documentary yeah. pretty much. Well, would you say that you've dated a quote-unquote fan? I think we always looked at it like people that watch the show. Almost everybody we've dated in the last 10 years have seen the show. They've known who you were previous, I, I, I would think. like two people. Yeah, but they've all known the show. Like, like naturally. Yeah, but I mean a fan to me is like... People that really, really watch. Like I've never dated somebody that like I met at like an event. Like a housewives event, like you know, like people used to like like we would sign stuff, bottles of water, for instance. Uh, I, I have, I, that, that's and, and they would, people would leave us their phone numbers, like we should go out sometime. And a lot of the times, the girls would be really pretty, and seem nice enough. But it, there was something to me that now, if I met you through a different channel and you told me, oh, I actually loved the show when it was on, I was a huge fan, it, it wouldn't deter me at all. But if I met you out of like a a in that way, like in a fan event, I don't think I would. I wouldn't be able to hang out with you. I've actually done that only um, because it would feel weird. Like it would just feel like fake. Here's what. Here's where I kind of came in with it. I had, I think, more of a normal dating experience than my brother or my sister or really anybody else that was a quote unquote kid on the show because I had my my young twenties. I had well before TV. So when those things would come up, if somebody seemed you know, like a really nice person and I was attracted to them, whatever. Like, I mean, you're not going to not meet people that have seen the show. You had to kind of accept that. If they were with you for reasons of trying to get on the show themselves or maybe to talk about it or this or that, um, that's a different kind of a story. You just had to use your judgment. So, I mean, I wasn't exactly like, I didn't do it a ton, but I wasn't 100% against it. But I just never looked at people as fans, so it's a little bit different. Heather in Chicago, who I hope is using a fake name. Because um, the podcast is fairly new, so I feel like if like the husband got around to this, he could be like, there can't be that many Heather in Chicago. You've been talking about this podcast, and now you wrote in. <laughs> if the husband listened 25 minutes into the jail episode and then stumbled upon Heather in Chicago. Right. Yeah. He, he then might she, be then like, because mm. he might be like, hmm, these guys sound like they're just kind of new to this as they're poorly <laughs> producing. <laughs> we really shouldn't have everybody, when you write in. Feel free to use like a, like a Chell's Bells, whatever. If you want to leave out your real name, that's totally okay. You know, or this leave it in reason. and let me know what happens if the other person finds out. Mm. Dear Albie, I've been in a relationship with my husband for 13 years. Married for nine years. Uh, and the reference to previous podcast, year seven is when things get a little boring in the bedroom. Seven-year itch is a real thing. If it's a seven-year itch, you should get that looked at right away. Because uh, you've been dating for 13. But, um... Okay, so... My husband is seen as, quote, Mr. Nice Guy to outsiders, and for the most part, he is, which is why I feel bad saying this. I am very bored with the relationship. 
If we are dating, if we were dating right now, I'd be ending it. I felt this way for over two years, but remain loyal. My type of personality is outgoing and adventurous, and it seems like I just can't hint, can't get him to join in on the fun. P.S. Do you date fans? What's that? <laughs> I know his stress and anxiety is a major factor with these issues. Yes, I've discussed all this with him and he's made no ch- uh, no changes. Yes, I've added things to my plate uh, to help lessen the stress. He acts like he has no clue such understanding uh, as to how I could be feeling the way that I am. I'm very committed to my family, but I'm getting fed up. How much longer should I work on it? I'm in my 30s. I'm very independent. What should I do? I'm not hitting on you. But I am curious. How do you feel about dating a divorcee? Have you ever? Are kids a deal breaker? But you know, nothing specific. Wow, a lot there. Um, I think that shit's on you because it sounds to me like he didn't change. You know what I mean? Like it sounds like maybe you married this guy and you said, "Oh, you know, the intangibles are there. He's a nice guy. He's gonna be a good husband." And it sounds like he is all those things. And it sounds like you know he's all those things. But I feel like. When you get married, I feel like a lot of people are get married because it's time. Well, you they really got to do it because you like want to. That's it, it's not an event. Like you know, you're not playing a movie character in your head and saying, "Oh man," you know. And this is a big reason. Like, look, I'm not married, and I think this is a big part of the reason why. Because I think that we're in a generation now that is tougher to have real substantive relationships because we are in the. I think I've even said this on the pod, podcast before. I said we're in the we're we're a generation of like. Okay, like and Facebook, Instagram, it's like really to me, you know, kind of like a it's a broader thing. You see something you like and then you move on to the next thing. Dating apps, all this other stuff, and you're there's overstimulation with everything. And you really have to separate where that's okay and where it's not. And in a marriage to me, that's a commitment. And like you're not gonna be, you're probably not the only one realistically that's bored with each other physically and all that stuff. But that's not what the relationship's about. Like you make a decision and you have to renew that decision pretty much every day because there are people that are counting on you beyond that. You've got kids, you've got other family members, you're counting on each other. It's a really stupid thing to just throw away. So to me, like the the idea of, you know, just saying, oh, hey, I'm adventurous. I want to do this. I want to do that. Well, be adventurous together. You make the decision to do things together. To, to jump into a relationship like that, put as much time as, as you have because you're bored. To me, that is just, you know, it's it's just the – it's honestly what makes me very scared to jump into relationships now. I love Chicago. Well, Chicago is great. Love- but it really does. Like, I do feel like people get people Wait, is that get a yes that you date someone with kids who's divorced? That- <laughs> no, I just, I just I mean, honestly, the whole answer that Al just gave, I would just think about all the places I love in Chicago. Chicago's like, damn, got, I love Chicago. Chicago's got great spots. I'm like, how are you so bored in Chicago? It's but such dude, a great but, city. You know, really? no, That's all think, I've been thinking. I don't think I've been she's a couple bored times. In, I love it there. It's we should go together. City. Chicago's great. But it's not, I don't think she's bored in Chicago. She's bored with the relationship. And the biggest, the worst thing that this guy's done, it sounds like, you know, look, we have, we obviously don't know much, but written in here, you know, when you get bored of something, there's not a problem. It's just the same thing over and over and over again. This guy, like, it seems to me, if they're not doing anything wrong, okay, like, what do you think is out there? At that's least you're being nice about you know? it a little bit, though. Yeah, I, the little that I've read of Abby back in the day, uh, I remember, like, things like this, she would be, uh, you know what? I want to hear the other side of the story. You're a selfish broad. Oh, yeah? Like, something like that, yeah. She would actually, once in a while, take them to task. And kind of get as fired up as you two. I don't Abby called them abroad. 
I or is that something that no, the, or a part of Nando that I didn't know about just yeah, came out? No, I just threw that, <laughs> I threw that 50s uh, lexicon in there. Just, uh, sorry. I, was, I just, honestly, man, I don't know. I, I just forgot hear, you can swear on this. I, I, just, I just hear this stuff to me, and obviously you don't have all the – I can only go off of, of the letter, which I every single question I hear for the first time on the show, I do that on purpose. Um, but for me, when I hear some stuff like this, I just feel like we just need to redefine – like like – Getting bored of each other is just such a it's such a like a, a dumb thing to me, and I get it that it's real, but I just feel like we've got to put a lot more effort into every single one of the relationships that we have. I just think the way that we define happiness and people, and even like the way we appreciate things, it seems or, or experiences over over real genuine relationships is a friggin' shame. I really do believe that. So I really would, do. Would you date a divorcee? So kids? I have dated divorcees. With kids? Um, I've dated. Uh, I've dated. No, I think I've only dated one girl that was divorced um, uh, for about a year almost. Um, Remember when we were talking about the other girls Al's introduced mom to? And he's like, it's not that many. Yeah, you know what? And the amount of references he has are at least 15. <laughs> but he didn't bring no. the divorce at home, right? <laughs> no, I, no, he did. Actually, I did. Oh, you no, did? that was his girlfriend. But, but, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, it, but, like, to me, like, people get... So, so that's one. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> like, people get into marriages. Some, sometimes marriages don't work. I get it. Okay? But... You know, I've been in situations where I've heard even friends of mine that get divorced, and there are real legitimate reasons why things just don't work out. I get that. Okay, but to your point, Chris, if you get exactly what you asked for in a human being, okay, and you marry that person, then you're just bored with it. Like, you made the decision. Yeah, you just have to know everything. When you go into – like, when you pick a job, you think like a lunatic about your whole life. What's this going to do to my life? How does it affect it? What's this going to be like? What? You go over every little detail of your life. Like when you marry a person, you should consider all of the shitty parts of what that person yeah. comes with because no one's going to be great all the time. Right. And don't I focus. I mean me, but that's it. And I and most of those things are a deal breaker for me, so I'm out. You got to focus on and be appreciative of the good things and highlight those things and, and just stick it out because to me – to, to go into the great unknown, it's not. This is not Sex in the City. All right, you don't get out there and oh my god, everything's just so amazing. Like to me, that's just not what life is. The I, I said I, I said a couple not that long ago. Um, I get very deep on Instagram on Mondays and Tuesdays because I, I cut oh, cards. I wanted to start a new game called um, What's That Mean? The, uh, and we just ask Al why the caption was the caption. Yeah, <laughs> I get pretty deep. I get pretty deep on Monday and Tuesday nights. And I one one of those deep nights, I actually put <laughs> one, one thing I came up by myself. I already have it. I said I, I said uh, it was a um, look at the the uh, greater than sign. I said one heart over a million eyeballs because to me, I think that people love fucking attention so much that they will trade the idea of a bunch of people desiring them for somebody actually being committed to them. And I think that's what you're about. You're about to make a big ass mistake, in my opinion, if you make that call. Uh, and then uh, yeah, I've dated Chicago. I've dated uh, oh yeah, she had one more question. I've dated girls with kids too. It's not a deal breaker, but it's like you know I kind of. I listen. I got I got no problem with either one of those things. I just think that selfishly, um, I, anyone and this might change, but I want to go through all those things for the first time with somebody else that's going through those things for the first time. Another mailbag question. This will be the last one, and then we'll. Uh, I have a bunch of other stuff here, but I think we rambled for a while about the catfish, so we might have to end it. But. Uh, for some reason, oh, they're all labeled mailbag with an exclamation point. <laughs> I, I just noticed it now. Uh, this is from Kate. I like this question. I like questions like this. Hey, Albie and Chris and any other special guest this week. I don't know why I had to be in the parentheses, though. Uh, that was very sweet. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry I'm not Alex. <laughs> Your podcast is epic. I love the randomness of the guest uh, and the responses that lead to equally random side thoughts. 
Uh, I feel like I'm sitting at the most dysfunctional yet amazing family dinner! Exclamation point. Now, on to my questions. You clearly know how to pronounce names and unusual spellings. Example, Meghan. I'm, uh, I am part of a Facebook group, and the name of... What is a Facebook group? Facebook I group. don't have Facebook. Like, I, I got rid group? of Facebook, too. It's like if you share an interest with someone. Like, oh, but, we, oh, like Funko. Well, let me finish it, and then like you maybe that... understand it a little more, because right. I don't understand where she... Uh, I'm a part of a Facebook group, and the name of the members is C-O-L-Y-N. I'm only spelling it out because she's asking how we would pronounce that. I have Colin. 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 That's Colin. Colin. Colin, right? No, with a Y? Colin. What the fuck is the point of spelling it with an I, then, if it's just Colin? It's Colin. Well, Lynn, C-O-L-Y-N. Colin. Colin? Colin? Colin. Colin? I think the O is O. Like Colin. No, that's Colin. Yeah. Colin. No, it sounds like you're selling Colin. Anyway, how would you pronounce this? I will never, uh, I will probably never meet her, but would love for you guys to weigh in as my friend and I have a difference of opinion on how we pronounce. Oh, that's, are we Colleen, not, that's Colleen then. Are we not getting an answer on this? That's a woman. No, she's asking us. It looks like we're, we're, the, we're the final voice on this. C-O-L-Y-N? I might have read the question. And it's a she. I, it, oh, so it sounds like, okay, so it's a Facebook, I guess. Oh! Why don't, you so, back, why don't you write back to her? See, this question I probably should have read in advance. <laughs> oh, so, oh, my God. I thought the name of the group was Colin. And I was like, why is it named that? No, and so, amazing. no, she's just in a group with someone with that yeah, name. Yeah. And she's asking us how she could pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I heard it while you were reading it, too. Okay. Do you think they're going for it? <laughs> is she going for Colleen? No, I think it's Col- I think Colleen. It's Colleen. 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 I know what they're going for. I mean, if I just saw that on a piece of paper, like, or not even, if I saw that on a name tag, I'd probably just say Colin, like, figuring that they were going to tell me no. All right, well, what would Colin, you, maybe what would C-O-L-Y be? Colin? Coley? I was going with L-Y-N. C-O-L-Y would be what? Coley? Coley. So, Colleen? Well, it's not two L's, so you got to pick where that space is. is it That's Colin why I think the O gets, Colin? like, heavier, like, O, like, Colin. It's either Colin or Col. Yin. Colleen. It's not Colleen. I won't allow it. Uh, I'm gonna go with Colleen. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Colin. Colin? There's no way to find out. Colin. You could No no, she just she basically said it too. Have whoever no who handles that. One of the You have to say them? you can't yeah, go Lynn. Yeah. You can't go Lynn because there's not two N's and an E. You can't do that. Or even two N's. I think you need two N's for a Lynn. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm gonna say Colin. Oh, I'm mad as shit that we're never gonna hear, that we're never gonna know how this ends. Can you write back and maybe leave us a voice note and have her? No, but she doesn't. She, she doesn't know. And now, and name. then we don't know what this group is. It could be the most depressing group of all time. By the like, way, like, hey, we're talking about you on a podcast. I asked the podcast yeah. about how to pronounce <laughs> yeah. your name. <laughs> we're just wondering how. No, all she got to do is go up, like like you know, like the catfish just did to Chris in the bar. Like, hey, you know, how do you pronounce your name? So beautiful. That's all you got to say. That's true. Or. Join Facebook, join the group, and just ask yourself. That I I have sworn off Facebook, but that might be the reason that I bring it back is to find out how to pronounce that's Colin. A, that's a big one. But Colin feels like it feels right. I don't know. All your right, col- guys. Your colon feels Are we right? done? We have one more question, but I think we went over. Chris really feels far. right in the colon. It's a By the joke. way, someone asked me if I could get you to autograph your children's book. Uh, yeah, I just don't. I just don't have the copy of the book. I don't have one of the. I think I got He's gonna send it to me on Amazon. Yeah, I got like, His wife's a big. Is a big fan. Oh, yeah. Thanks. And uh, he's like, I want to get her. A, I want to get her a, my literature. A, yeah, an autographed book <laughs> no, for I, Christmas. I, I sounds really dumb, but I don't have any copies of the book myself. But if you get it to me, I'll sign it. Yeah. I have, I don't even have one mm. of my. Look around. I have a stack. Yeah, I, I do. You guys want me to sum up the last question? It's a dear Albie, not Abby. 
And it's not really an advice question. It's a little more of a question and answer thing. They want to know how people get paid on Housewives and how much they get paid. I was a huge Housewives fan. And then Manzo, you're my favorite family because you're so fun and goofy. I would love to hear more behind the scenes stuff about uh, being on the show. Anything about that would be fun to hear. Also, if you're allowed to tell, how much do the Housewives make on the show? And how did that work for others that aren't the Housewife? They don't get paid shit. They just do it for attention. It's every... Yeah. Uh, did you get paid separate... Uh, well, not all of them, but most of them. Uh, separate income from your mom. Does every person get paid? Just curious. And how did that work for Manzo? Did you all get your own salaries? Uh, long, long story short, without using any numbers, it's not... It's like a unified front, I think, for Jersey, right? They were like, we're all getting paid the same no matter what, if no. you're like a housewife person. I actually don't... I don't know. I don't remember. It was different season to season. But I, I know for that... For us, we were the speaking first kids to, to ever get paid. Speaking to other awesome. franchises, I, so. I learned that... Um, that, like, the pay structure is different for everyone. Mm. Right. That's people, all I people really. like weren't happy over drinks. That's all I that, that's all I know. That, like it wasn't the same for every franchise. Really? Um now they unless they were just better at, at you know kind of playing the game than we were, but we were always pretty honest at what we did cuz we wanted to know market value and stuff like that. And um yeah. You know, I think one day what I would love to do is get one of the old producers on cuz that's a great behind the scenes conversation of well, like We can do that. I mean, we could even talk a little bit about it on the next one, just like how things work. I think that's a lot more fun than the show itself because it was, um, th I mean, that that's like teams of its own because, you know, the show is so big. Well, the show, the reason that it's stressful to do isn't what happens on camera. It's what goes on off. So, you know, it's something to consider. Hey, but speaking of going off air. What a teaser that is. Woo! Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. We'll Thanks, set up another one. Um, Kelly K. There you go. See that? Well, hey, guys. Dear Albie Mailbag at gmail.com, thank you for listening. Continue to rate, comment. Um, the uh, the Chris comments were very, very funny. Um, somebody recently just said uh, uh, oh. we had one that came in. Uh, Venmo, Chris Manzo, wait. I got some people I got to <laughs> thank. Uh, I got to thank some people. No, Hold on. And we got to talk about what you're going to do with that, dude. Oh, I promise. I, I meant to say this today, too. <laughs> Every dollar that comes in, I promise I will uh, – well, no, we don't. You're donating some of this stuff back. Donating no, I did donate back. money. I did. Uh, sorry, I'm supposed to. I want to thank everybody. Hold on. Sylvia saw a Soros gave me a dollar. Said, "Don't spend it all in one place." I will not. Uh, Alyssa Alberella, uh, the podcast is a mess thing since Boys to Manzo. What a shout out! Wow, I gave that a like. Um, What's Boys to Manzo? Boys to Manzo? Yeah. That was, uh, we had a potential spinoff show before Manzo, me, Al, and Greg Bennett, called Boys to Manzo, and it was on Bravo's web series, and it did really well, and, uh, well, at least they said it did, and they said we were going to get our own show, but it didn't happen. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry to hear that. But you got the other show, so. We did. So we did. All's we all's did. All's we well did. that ends well. We have. Um, Sarah, Sarah Egon. Bonnie Monteleone. Monteleone. Thank you, guys. That's, that's it. it. We had, that's it. Um, yeah, those are, those are my those are my weekly Venmo. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, man. No, it's not bad. One of them was ten dollars. Swear to God. Really? Yeah. I mean, I didn't accept any of it yet. I, it's all just building up. But um, you know, keep them coming, guys, because it's it really honestly it really pisses Al off and it cracks me up. Like <laughs> nothing gets Al more upset than when people Venmo. Uh, speaking of which, we actually had uh, someone reached out on Instagram. Really, really nice. They're doing a toy drive. Uh, in Denver, they're partnered with Denver Human Services to give holiday gifts to kids of all ages that are in foster care or parents that don't have the funds to give their children gifts. Really, really awesome, especially this time of year. Um, they're a private practice. She's with a dentist's office that, um, you know, giving back is really 
important to them, and I think that's very, very nice. Yeah, Al suddenly likes the holidays. No, I thought it was a very nice that? thing that they did. So, <laughs> you know, I think it's really great what they're doing. Um, we're definitely going to uh, link up with you guys. I'm going to throw – I have the link to the charity um, that I will put up on my Instagram. I'll throw it in the story if you guys ever want to participate. Um, I'm thinking that, you know, Chris, uh, we have people Venmo you, and whenever they Venmo you, we can send over. Okay. That's easier than putting a, saying a <laughs> then link, we'll throw, right? we'll throw, yeah. we're going mean, to throw some stuff there's, in. There's a lady with a charity. We're going to throw. Yeah. Money. I throw. donated some of the money from my Venmo already. I saw that. I know you don't like to talk about how you're a nice person sometimes, right. but that actually looks very nice. Um, but no, I think we can do that. We can make a little bit of a joke out of it. If you want to do the Venmo thing, I don't even, well, actually, why don't you donate to them directly, guys? I'll just throw the nah, link up. No, don't do the Venmo. <laughs> um, I'll throw the link up on my, on my page. Really, really awesome what you guys are doing out there. So, um, episode 13, Al promotes one charity. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was a long one. I'm sorry. I screwed that up. But you know what? It's funny. I said, don't let me forget. And it came in and it was crazy. But catch us next week. We will catch you guys later. Thank you for everything. Thank you for listening. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.